Hello, Fearless Fam. Welcome to another episode where we shed light on topics most like to keep in the dark. This is your host, Chuby, and today's elephant is a level five elephant. We are on season 11, and that is a record for me personally because, as many as you know, I get bored of things. But I guess I have a passion for spreading the truth or at least informing people. So there's that. We are in episode 26, so yeah, here we are. And this is amazing, and I just wanna thank every one of you, season 11, and again, this year we make three years of constant content and sharing with you all and just trying to see what's happening out there. So I am very excited about about this year. Um, But how is everyone doing? You know, I know it's, again, a Monday, you know, if you're watching this, whenever. But yes, how is everyone doing? I hope my sound is better this time than it was last time. I realized after the fact it was horrendous. You were still able to listen to me. But it, I don't know. I don't know. It was just way after the fact and it was too late for me to do anything about it. But thank you anyway. If you watch, if you shared, I hope it was bearable. Uh, yeah. So let's get to the topic. Yeah. This topic has been all over social media lately. And even though it's getting the light it deserves, I feel like um, since I'm passionate about it, I should still talk about this, you know, and bring my own perspective to this topic. And as the title refers, I am referring to gender affirming care for youth and to everyone. But um, yeah, let's get to it because this topic, I could literally go on and on and on. So I just want to stay to the point, to the topic and, you know, not derive. So let's start with what is gender affirming care? Gender-affirming care, as identified by the World Health Organization, encompasses a range of social, psychological, behavioral, and medical, including hormonal treatment or surgery interventions designed to support and affirm an individual's gender identity when it conflicts with their gender that they were assigned at birth. I am sure you have heard of it that gender-affirming care has been banned to the youth in Utah and in Florida, to just name a few states, you know. According to the William Institute, the bills carry severe penalties for health caring providers and sometimes family who provide or seek out gender-affirming care for minors. This is absolutely ludicrous. It is obscene. I just don't understand, but besides the point and already over 120 bills restricting lgbtq rights were introduced nationwide in 2023 meaning uh a month and four days ago that is insane that is a lot that is way too many i i don't understand why I do want to get into what the actual penalties are. And here are a few. Information by ACLU.org. This ruling can threaten medical providers with penalties or fines if they provide gender-affirming care to anyone under the age of 18 as treatment for their gender dysphoria. It can impose 
waiting periods on adults seeking gender affirming care and require adults to sign an informed consent form that includes this information about the risk of gender affirming care. I honestly don't understand the government trying to govern everyone's body choices. Like if someone else's life actually threatening anyone in any way and, and to the people that don't understand someone else's life, it's literally none of your business. I just don't get it how they think it's okay. But what you are actually doing is detrimental to the youth's mental health. Whether this gender affirming care is as minimal as puberty blockers or as big as surgery, that can save someone's life, literally save their life. So why is that not more important? And don't even get me started on the pro-lifers. Because honestly, isn't pro-lifer about saving someone's life? Yet they're the same ones making petitions and rallies and making all this noise so the youth they claim to care about don't get help that they need because of certain people like them. And I am not attacking anyone, but all the research and all the rallies and all the events I have been to, that is usually the top people who are complaining. Honestly, inform yourself. If you do not understand something, don't attack it. Just let's understand together why this is a thing. You know, why gender affirming care is needed. I see people like cis people, meaning people who identify as their assigned gender at birth, changing their bodies every day. And some are just for cosmetic reasons and some are for mental health reasons too. Some people that are cis get surgeries because their mental health is suffering. So guess what? They do something about it to make themselves feel better about what they're seeing. So what is the difference if someone who is above 18 years old does it and are trans? And anyone under 18, that is between them and their doctors and their family, not to the public. It is infuriating when we see many cases of youth um, committing suicide. And then we wonder why. Gender-affirming care, now that it's available, is the most liberating thing that can happen to anyone seeking gender-affirming care. Here is how gender-affirming care may look like. There's about there's four different ways that it can manifest. So legally, birth certificates, social security card, their medical record, driver's license, etc. Any identification of that sort. Uh, for example, in the social, like telling people their pronouns, their name, clothing, style, gender expression. And medically, you know, with the her hormones, um, testosterone, birth controls, any of the topical things um, to enhance their, their physical, how they may look, or surgical, which that obviously is a self-explanatory. So getting all the surgical needs that you know like um <clears throat> chest and breast reduction or augmentations or removal um facial feminization etc so those are the some some ways that 
gender um, affirming care may look like. Obviously, not to all, not to everybody, not everybody's. Everyone's seeking whatever they're seeking for themselves that will work for them. That is it. But I do want to share some facts as to why we do need gender affirming care for the youth. And before I get into it, the number of how many trans youth have detransitioned is 2.5, according to the openaccessgovernment.org. So please go to openaccessgovernment.org website and read this article. Um, I will put the link below so you guys could actually read it for yourselves. So facts about gender affirming care. As for the Trevor Project in 2020, gender affirming care has been shown to reduce suicide ideation and, and attempts in gender individuals along with social support, familial support, and reduction of discrimination. So basically, gender affirming care improves mental health and decreases suicidal thoughts. It's associated with low levels of regret. <clears throat> Who wouldn't want that for their youth? I mean... Personally, how you feel about it, it's because of something you're dealing with. And that does not mean that the other person is wrong or that you're wrong. It's just that you have your opinion and that is okay. But what is not okay is for you to dictate how someone else should live their life. Fearless fam, the only thing that matters to me is that the youth gets their mental health that they need. And that includes gender affirming care. What I do agree with is obviously is to talk to your child. What if they come out to you about certain things about their body and talk to them? Obviously, you know, take them to a psychiatrist, take them to a psychologist, to a doctor, anyone, but listen to them when they tell you something. Do not brush it off. Do not tell them that they're crazy. Do not gaslight them. Do not manipulate them into not wanting this or that. Um, do not share misinformation. Don't be. Uh, don't give them negative thoughts. Just help them explore who they are. Just be there. It's gonna make them feel better. It's gonna make make them feel happier. It's gonna make them feel liberated that they have a supporting parent, and they're gonna be like. A happy child. Wouldn't you want a happy child? Wouldn't you want your kid to be happy despite of how what your beliefs are on how you feel about the subject? Happiness of your child comes first. I mean, I feel like it should, right? And I think that's what I'm struggling with, that people care more about the social stigma or what people are going to say or even obviously their own personal thoughts and biases about certain things that um, they rather that than, hey, my child needs me. Let me do this. Like, let me listen to them and let me be there for them. I feel like that is what matters at the end of the day, that you're there with your kid, that you are Just being there and, and showing support and letting them know hey, you could cry on my shoulders. I could be there for you. Just talk to me. Obviously, make sure that your kid knows that, that they could have that trust with you and let them know 
that if they need to talk about anything, that you're there for them. But fearless fam, I do have some quotes because I feel like this short and sweet episode deserves one. Let's begin. To be yourself is truly a revolutionary act. And I think more and more people should try it because it's gotten me a pretty cool life. Lena Waithe. It takes no compromise to give people their rights. It takes no money to respect the individual. It takes no political deal to give people freedom. It takes no survey to remove repression. Harvey Milk. This world will be a whole lot better if we just made an effort to be less horrible to one another. Elliot Page. I hope you resonated with these quotes. Um, honestly, if this episode makes you uncomfortable, then I guess I did my job. We need to love each other more. If we're not hurting anyone and we're living our truth, then why should we limit other people who aren't harming anyone to live their own truth too? Why? Who are we to tell other people how to live their lives? Again, I guess it all comes down to the government, the greed. They rather see the people as a nation suffer than just mind your own business. Again, mind your own business. Just let people do what they want to do. And that's it. How is that harming you in any way? Again, it comes down to the greed of the, the politicians, the political views, and some religious views. We only have one body, right? They claim. And if this body is my temple, let me decorate it how I want to. Let me feel comfortable in this temple. Just like a house, you decorate it to your liking. You destroy its walls. You change everything in the inside so then you can feel comfortable inside of it right so why can't most people do that why can't the trans youth do that what is it to you fearless fam as most of you know i am myself part of the lgbtq community and and it honestly brings me euphoria when i see other people living their authentic selves I've seen so many beautiful videos of my siblings experiencing pure, authentic joy from their top surgeries or even their voice drops or hearing their name change being said by someone they love. And these are just some examples, you know? But imagine hearing the person you love, like a grandparent, a mom, an uncle, calling you by your right pronouns or your friends, someone meaningful to you, and all of a sudden, they get it. They're absolutely feeling euphoric, and they're happy and healthy, and that's what should matter. That's what should matter. My final thought about this is that I am scared. I am scared for the youth, for the adults, who are needing gender-affirming care. And I say needing because to me that equates with their mental health and how they're doing. It's a need, it's not a want. Nobody wants to just go in and, and get surgery just for the hell of it. This is a need. I'm scared about the suicide rate. 
just how it will affect everyone that is seeking gender affirming care. It truly breaks my heart. It's scary. It's been scary. And honestly, I don't know what we're going to do. But all we can do is keep fighting, keep signing all those petitions, keep rallying, um, keep sharing information, keep letting the government know that they're not going to win, that they can't, that this can't happen. Um, hopefully with Utah being the first state to ban gender affirming care in 2023, I hope that um, we could reverse that that is going to cause a lot of harm i do want to share some organizations that you can donate to who support gender affirming care or the lgbtq or the trans youth um like transhealthproject.org world professional associations for transgender health but there are others like glad glaad human rights campaign the Trevor Project, the list goes on and on. You just, you just need to find the one that you are comfortable donating to or find a local one in your area that is accepting any kinds of donations for um, the LGBTQ trans youth community. Um, and yes, please know that gender affirming care is for anyone in the LGBTQ plus community. And by that, I mean that there are multiple reasons why most people seek gender-affirming care. Most do not identify as trans, and that is fine. Whatever the gender-affirming care to them is, that's your choice. Um, but back to the main topic, we, we need to listen to the children who tell you how they're feeling. Do not dismiss them. Just listen to them. If they want to start playing dress up like any child, let them. If they still want to wear different types of clothing and they're teenagers, let them. But do not take their rights away because of your own bias. Just because you wouldn't do that doesn't mean that your child cannot. Some eventually grow out of it and some don't. Some stay with that same feeling that they do not belong. Like there is something missing, like there's something wrong. And all you can do as a parent is be there for them. Teach them as much as you can and learn together. That's what I suggest. Learn together about different topics of the LGBTQ plus community or what it is to be a transgender youth, a kid, an adult. And let them tell you how they're feeling every single day on their step or of, uh, on their self-discovery and if at the end they are transgender let them explore that again with name changes it's little things like that name changes pronouns clothing self-expression and if they feel right in that moment and this is bringing them euphoria this is bringing them so much happiness then just stay with them until they're like, okay, mom, okay, dad, okay, parents. I, I think I want to do this, but do not stop them. And they're 12 and they're like, okay, I'm ready. I want this. I want that. They're seven, eight, nine, ten. Just listen to them. That's all we could do as adults. If you want to guide your child to a happier, healthier mental health, 
that's what I think it will take for you to be there, for you to listen to them, for you to hear what they have to say, listen to their feelings, just show them other transgender individuals and let them um, explore that. You know, there's nothing wrong with learning. Um, they will love you for that. And there will be a hundred thousand percent say my parents, my guardians have my back. But don't fail your child because of your own bias against anything. Again, I understand you may not, you yourself when I understand, you may not get it. But this is their journey. That's their mental health. That's their their lives. And all you and all you could do is be there for them and try to guide them as much as you can. But fearless fan, before we go, any purchases from the website, they will be donated to any trans youth organizations. And obviously, I will show receipts. I will let you know which once we donate to but only if you want to support you could do that do it that way or you could go to the link in my bio and you will see that there is a tab that says donate to us this will go 100 percent to a transgender youth organization um but thank you again for watching this episode thank you for wanting to learn with us at least giving us a listen i do appreciate all of you and remember we're here to grow together and we are here to make this world a better place. Again, if you don't like this episode, you could honestly just skip it. If you don't like the title, if you don't, don't bring the hate here because this is not the place for that. Yes, we're here to learn and respect everyone's opinion. But if your opinion is harmful to anyone, that opinion is not accepted here. And most of you know me. I do not take racism homophobia lightly do not do that here but besides the point thank you everyone for listening again and for actually supporting and sharing and wanting to learn together and wanting to have open discussions and how we can help the transgender youth in any way you know with petitions marches honestly anything can 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 work and if you are a transgender youth, a teenager, and you happen to stumble upon this video in any shape, way, or form, please reach out to me through email or a private message. I will be there for you. I will help you if you need anyone to talk to. And, and if you want to feel safe, I will be there for you. I know this is tough. This has been a tough couple of, what, several years, actually. But yes, fearless fam, I know, I know. I'm very Hispanic right now. I have said bye like a bunch of times, but there was so much to talk about this topic that it's like, which direction do I take it? Sometimes it's like, okay, do I do it this way? Do I do it that way? But this episode, it is what it is right now. And this is what I have for you all. And I truly appreciate it for listening. And okay, now I'm gonna go say bye. Uh, but like I always say, stay fearless, everyone.